Hey, everybody. I'm Caleb. Uh, I'm Spencer. And this is the Mix Six, where we drink six beers, have six conversations, rate them on a five-point scale, and uh, do two extra episodes per month for paying patrons. And we just wanted to give you a preview of what that looks like. Uh, so we asked our Discord, what do they like to hear of our patron extras? And uh, they said this episode, so we thought we'd show it to you, and uh, you could see what we're all about. Did you say our Discord, Caleb? Does yes. that mean that if you <laughs> sign up to be a patron at the Mix Six Podcast, you also get access to our Discord community full of thousands of wonderful people? It's really more like hundreds, but again, <laughs> we're selling to you here. Hundreds of wonderful people who have conversations about our content and more in our very own Discord community, which you can only get access to as a patron of the Mix Six Podcast. You did mention that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, enjoy the episode. About a year ago, I had a complaint with my local utility company uh, for they decided to install new power lines that ran through my backyard and in doing so, cut down one of my trees without asking and then left the tree in my yard. And when I called them and said, you left the tree you cut down, they said, it's your tree. (laughs) (laughs) True. Uh, But but for the last two weeks, I've watched them participate in an even greater uh, story of ineptitude. Uh, two weeks ago on a Sunday, I was in uh, my office working and I heard a very loud noise and I didn't think much of it. And about 10 minutes later, I walked out and found that a woman had driven her car up into the yard next to me and knocked down the power pole by wrecking her car into it in my neighbor's front yard. The police were there arresting the woman who was apparently under the influence, but that was two weeks ago. And that power pole has not moved from its downed location in my neighbor's yard because our utility company is absolutely fucking inept. So Uh, these are the same people that charged me three times my monthly rate for a month of power. I did not have and was literally uh, freezing in the streets. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So this is the. This is the crack team you're working with. Yep. Yep. So (laughs) kudos to public utilities. Thank you for your service uh, and your contributions and for continuing to take my money while not doing your jobs. Uh, Happy birthday. Congratulations. Merry Christmas to you. Cheers. Hey, everybody. I'm Caleb. Uh, I'm Spencer. And this is the Mix Six, where we drink six beers, have six conversations, rate them on a five-point scale, and more often than not, actually drink 12 beers, have 12 conversations, rate them on a 10-point scale. Oh, my God. For Maybe for 1,000? Maybe one day we we double it. For 1,000, we double the scale. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's like an anime series. It's just power creep. I know how you feel about... Five scale gradients don't, versus ten scale. Don't gradients. fuck up integer scales. We're, now we're super saiyan <laughs> yeah, beers. Yeah. It might be good for just a little, a little just as a treat. Yeah, and super a duper uh-huh. saiyans. Yeah, Our <laughs> listeners can have a ten point scale as a treat. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, do we have any pre party stuff? I don't think so. I don't know. Whatever. It's a double. We're on episode two. It's not great. We're gonna be honest with you about that. All right. Uh, <laughs> we do have a rating system though. Uh, come hell or high water, we will review beers based on some totally objective and scientific scale. And in this episode, the rating system we'll be using is golf things. Fuck, this is relatable. Yeah, man, I just get it. Yeah, I've been I've been hitting so some, much lived experience. hitting some more golf balls lately <laughs> in my life, and mm-hmm. I've got some thoughts about that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm going to have us rate beers today by things I've observed by hitting some golf balls over the last couple of days. 
With a, a one. golf club. Yeah, with a golf club. Okay. Yeah, yeah, not just my hand. Yeah. Uh, a one. A thing that I really don't enjoy about hitting golf balls. And I will tell you that like when I was very young, well, not, I'm like 11 to 12, 13, 14, somewhere. Uh-huh. I, I really enjoyed golf. And then I never touched a golf club again until the last couple of months. And to be fair, I do enjoy it. But here are the things I've learned as a 35-year-old swinging a golf club around. A one, a yeah. beer that you don't want, or in this case, the thing that you just don't understand and or like about golf is the random aches and pains everywhere and all the time after you swing a golf club one time. Yeah, golf is pretty much exclusively uses muscles your body doesn't remember it never has. ever touches it's the appendix of sport movement yeah <laughs> yeah like, yeah um yeah it is <laughs> there are muscles just built for golf that you never use and exclusively hurt after you swing a golf club mm-hmm. uh and so uh but also worst thing about golf aches and pains you can literally never complain about right it. exactly if you complain about hurting real bad for golf yeah i would stare through you so hard it would cause a gunshot wound. exactly like uh exactly yeah, you can't do that so between the muscle twitches and the fucking blisters out of nowhere on my hand and that you're hurt. all alone yeah you're all alone it's horrible golf pain. yeah a two uh <laughs> slightly better slightly better uh but still bad it is the unbelievably outsized impact of minor changes in anything that you do so like you might hit a ball really well mm-hmm. and then the the temperature might change 0.1 degree and the same hit will go 200 less yards and also you'll break your hip much like shuffleboard, it yes. seems like a game that makes you truly appreciate contingency yes. and the infinite number of variables that go into any human act. It is unbelievable. Yeah. I, I will hit a good ball, and then I will, in my mind, do the exact same thing again 10 more times. And if I don't totally whiff and miss the ball, everything is going at 45-degree angles for me. I mean, it's just a total fucking nightmare. Yeah, no, shit, shit like golf to me is like i'm actually rolling a d1000 yes for everything i do absolutely <laughs> oh and phoenix I, command and yeah. i have no skill rating no and it's yeah. just random yeah yeah doesn't like, matter how much i try how hard i work <laughs> all the practice maybe it will and maybe it won't man uh so not great a three things that i'm starting to like about golf golf is one of the few games the few adult professional games where we've just accepted that as a casual player beer is a part of of the act. It's the only sport I acknowledge anymore. Yes. So I will give it that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, especially now that we have one of those. I like, can't drink while doing it is bare minimum for sport. Yep. For me at this point. And we have one of those novelty golf concepts now, which is actually just a bar that has a driving range. And I honestly can't think of a better way to like burn two hours than go get drunk and hit a few golf balls and just see what happens. Like I'm really enjoying the casual drinking element of it Four things that I'm starting to get really into about golf that I enjoy genuinely enjoy. Uh, drinking enough that you're in a zone, but not so much that you cannot mechanically swing anymore. Oh, it's got a beer pong. Mechanic. It's got a beer pong. Mechanic. Okay, good. All yeah. right. I'm, I could get behind this. It's got a sweet spot. Yeah. And the sweet spot is I've had a couple beers such it's that like, I'm not it's overthinking like a fusion it. of competitive eating yes. and cardio. Oh yeah. 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 I'm not overthinking it now. I'm letting my body do some of the work, but I'm not so drunk that I can't think about what I'm supposed to be doing. I experienced that, uh, last month when I went tomahawk throwing. Yes. With my brother, yes. and I had a couple beers. Yep. And when I started out, I was terrible. Yep. After I had a couple, I did a lot better. Uh, games one, two, and three yeah. of beer pong, I'm not very good. Games four through seven, Definitely. fight me. Yeah. S- yeah. Songs are written about games four through seven. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We've all seen it. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah exactly. Game eight, utter, tragedy utter, is written. I'll about. knock the table over. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I'll be leaning on it. Um, all right, and then a five, the stuff that I really, really like about golf. You know, Caleb, your point about rolling a D1000 is prescient. 
um, the true and and actual awe and wonder of actually getting a good hit. Great to feel like you had anything to do with. Yes, <laughs> when you when you actually strike a ball well and it does what it is supposed to do, it is a reasonably straight hit. It 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 got some loft to it. It moves at a distance that seems impressive. You hear it. You feel it. It is it is the belief that somewhere in there it's so good it makes you forget the concept of statistical outliers. Yes, that's exactly yeah. right. Yes, that's exactly right. It is truly a wonderful feeling, so wonderful in fact that you forget that it is fleeting and you'll never encounter it again. Um, you like it so much it lies to you about how much you like it. So, anyways, we're going to rate beers on golf things today, and with that, we're going to grab a beer and we'll be right back with dissecting our fun. Spencer, what are you drinking? <laughs> I'm still laughing about that shit you said. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, also, so this is from Rare Barrel Brewing. We had two rare barrels, and uh, the drunker I get, the harder rare barrel it becomes. Uh, uh, we had two rare barrels on the last episode. This is another rare barrel. Uh, this is the Creek, C-R-E-E-K, which is, I think, a play on Creek, like K-R-I-E-K, which is a sour style beer. This is a Creek, the golden sour beer aged in oak barrels with... Balaton cherries and Mamorase cherries, probably. Um, I believe the correct pronunciation of that word is crick. Excuse me. Yes. My apologies to all of our Ozarkian listeners <laughs> and or Appalachians. <laughs> I, I am truly and deeply sorry. It's 95% of our audience. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Here's a cool thing about this beer. It's 9%. For a fucking sour. <laughs> How many sours have we had? Uh, that um, that pie sour that Whatchamaduzer did, Boulevard, I think, was like mm-hmm. 11%. It was an imperial sour. Hey, yeah. if there's going to be a sour that's 9%, it better be a rare barrel. Because I'm paying $1 per percent plus true. a $3 tip that's true. For, a, for a bottle of yep. it. So. Yep. <clears throat> what is that crick taste like? Get up in that Kandar crick. And there crawdads in it. Yep. Going to go noodling in that crick. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it sounds like he's noodling in the crick. Oh, my God. You ten fingers deep in the crick? <laughs> Someone try this. <laughs> well, <laughs> nine fingers, depending on how long you've been noodling. Hey, right. Hey, hey, hey. That is phenomenal. Like, uh, yeah, it's got some of the oaky, like, weirdness, but the tartness of the cherry and the sweetness of the cherry is so incredibly nice. It's not it's not overly aggressive in any direction too much. It rounds out very nicely. It's got I a really good body. Scared by how badly I misspelled the word Montmorency. Oh, yeah. Uh, but other than that, it's a very good beer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ross, you want to try? Yeah, yeah. It, it it is truly delicious. Um in terms of cherry sours. Gosh, and the cherry lingers so well. Like, are you still? Do you have cherry it's in that there? Balaton? Yeah, that Balaton cherry. Maybe I don't since, know. Yeah, since we had it, not a cherry. Oh yeah, side project. Yeah, the Balaton right. side project is another hard Ooh, five. For that me. is tart. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but the thing, the thing about that Balaton, that yeah. cherry, it it's good for like a rosé or a, or a wine flavoring because it lingers really mm, long. Mm. Um, putting that in a sour yeah. is super interesting. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah, it's I about as tart beer. as I'd want any beer to be. Right, exactly. Like, yeah, it yeah. is even a little tarter would be too much. I like, agree. It, it's very high. But yes. like, yeah, it's got sweetness, 
Uh, yeah, it's very good. Are, so, but are you currently getting like just a really nice sweet cherry on the back? Like, um, I don't know. I've been drinking an IPA, so it's kind of oh, weird. You're not getting this this is unquestionably kinda, a five for me. hundred percent. Yeah, okay. absolutely a five. I'm just trying to figure out where everybody yeah, else is. I'm not really getting a back in on that. That, I think my that is a good is ball. Up right now. Oh, yeah. It's a great ball. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is, uh, I swung the shit. I mean, like, uh, Chad. So I, I've been hitting balls with uh, uh, Chad Spencer, avid listener of the podcast, and uh, all around great guy. And Chad and I only knew two golf phrases grip it and rip it and let the big dog eat, <laughs> which we yell routinely after each other hit balls. And this is this is unquestionably a let the big dog eat scenario. So yeah, that is the douchiest thing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, very good though. Uh, so congratulations to Rare Barrel. And with that, Caleb, what are we talking about? Uh, in dissecting our fun, uh, Turtle suggests in dissecting our fun. If you could rename genres of board games to better reflect the play experience of the genre, what would you rename them? That's tricky. Uh, and he gave a number of suggestions. I just say we go through them. Okay, let's do it. Uh, 4X. Fuck you. I'm not saying fuck you like that's a bad suggestion. Like that's what I would call the genre. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean fuck you games? Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe, I played those. Maybe fuck you uh, quadded. Yes. What is it? Yeah. Fuck, yes. fuck you cubed. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's it's right. Just the, it's just the word fuck you. With a superscript four next to it. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly right. All right. That's a good one. I agree. A, a much better representation of what that game is actually 100%. trying to do to you. And, um, and what's interesting is it's not in a board game space. Absolutely. Because your new job is math. Right. Like that is your new job. You're not playing Civilization as a video game. That's 4X. You're not playing Stellaris. I'd love a big computer doing it for me. You're playing Campaign at North Africa, bitch. Yeah. And you better have it. <laughs> you better have a better have a TI-80 to yeah. keep track of all of your Civilization's tech trees. And to be clear, it's not like fuck you as in a player saying fuck you to another player. It's the game saying it's fuck you to you. It's four distinct mechanics of the game saying fuck that you. That will say fuck you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like that one. That's perfect. Um, roll and write. Well, have you ever thought about this? Uh, a game about a character Squirrelies. named Roland Wright. <laughs> so just think about that for a second. I, I didn't think about that, right. and then I bought it and realized why. Yeah. Um, like competitive sketching. Is how I feel about Roland Wrights. Uh, like competitive crayons. I, I kind of like Roland Wright. If we're gonna, if you, if you go follow the board game trend of saying everything is either a marrow trash or a euro game, a marrow trash has clean clearly claimed the role and right. So I kind of like the renaming of in a strictly euro sense, like uh, probabilistic uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. frame. <laughs> Yep. 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 Probabilistic graphomania. Uh, yeah. Probabilistic some- graphomania. <laughs> it's that. I just right. gave it called scribble news. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, like second that's chance. That's deeper in a trash. Yeah. <laughs> Se- second chance is very literally like, you ever drawn anything? Yeah. And that's it. Art class, the game. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Um, worker placement. Exploitation. That is. <laughs> I do like the ideological implications of that. We're just going to call it exploitation from yeah. now on. Yeah. Um, Euro trash. I've never heard that before. I've heard Euro game. I've heard Euro trash. You've heard what's, what's a Euro? What's yeah. the difference between a Euro trash game and a Euro game? So my understanding is that Euro trash games are like Euro games that do have that, that like really go in on the theme, like that. Uh, what's an example? What are that some transition examples? almost transition in terms of theme heaviness to like an American style game? 
Do you have well, I mean, I, I don't know. Cause like, like feet- I feel like Z-Man games make some Euro trash stuff. I guess. Yeah. Stone age. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I just, th- I, I just think of all that as Euro games. Yeah, that's I, fair. Yeah. Uh, I would call it Euro trash because they call us Amero trash. Yeah. I'd much rather we both be trash. Just getting balance here. I'd, I'd much rather we both Disco be trash. Discotech. Uh, <laughs> disc- yes. T-E-Q-U-E. Uh, you spell it like how the Europeans would get. Discotech. It's a discotech game. Yeah. Amero trash, which is the standard term. Yeah. Yeehaws. Michael Bay's. Michael, <laughs> mm. Trash does really do a good job of saying what it does on the tip. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, it does. Hooter maybe, games. maybe, uh, yeah. yeah, skill not required, right? Skill, skill optional games, skill optionals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I thought this was America. Right, yeah. skill is definitely skill optional. optional in America. Yeah, <laughs> you do not need to have any of them. Right. Well, then in that case, we just do, let's call them generational wealth. Let's <laughs> start there. Um, war game. Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bow out of this one. <laughs> I'm not gonna offend that many people. Um, playing with dollies, but it's cool. Cool dollies. Cool dollies. Cool dolls. Yeah, um, cool dolls. I will call it a uh, guilt assagement. Mm. Yeah, painting dolls. The game. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you only war game to assage your guilt at war gaming. Like how expensive the army was. Hey, I played it. It's worth the money. How long it took to paint? Hey, I played it. It was yeah. worth all the time. Yeah, it's it's very sunk cost. Sunk yeah. cost. Fallacy. Sunk cost sunk the cost. game. Sunk yeah. cost the game. Yeah. It's that sunk cost, sunk the cost game. dolls. Yeah, that's right. Sunk cost dolls. The game. Yeah. 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 All right, that's a good one. SKDs. Yeah. SCDs. Shit. Uh, R- RPGs. What's that one? Cool games. Everyone should play. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, the original Peyton. <laughs> I do like the scorn of elf games. I think that's like, and I I, I say it as a guy who writes elf games. Uh Like, I love whenever somebody's just like, well, the aesthetic of my playbook is blah, 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 blah. Dude, you write fucking elf games. And I'll tell you that because I write elf games too. I do like, like the Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. You are but a mortal emperor, like reminder of... You just pretended to be elves yeah. with dice, man. Yeah, totally. Um, that that's my take. Um, whatever the hell Arabian Nights is, boy. <laughs> honestly, I think Arabian Nights should be the genre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, if the yeah roguelike, and you can well, <laughs> and you can just throw so much shit. In yeah, there. near and far and above and the below. Dark, right. so, the dark the souls of board games. Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights games. Family, yeah, absolutely. All right. That's it. They're just Arabian Nights games. Well, shit, turtle, we did it. Yeah, you're welcome. We, you're we welcome. All of them. Games Are, did community. We leave any genres out? Oh, dexterity games. Ooh, dexterity. Oops. Fumblecore. I just called them oops Fumblecore games. Fumblecore games. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh You know, shakies. I uh, mean, oops games could also be rolling rights. They could. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Well, here's what. Here's what. Here's what I do. Rolling rhymes. Uh, rolling rights are just people quietly sitting around going fuck. And so, however you can name a, like silent fuck, uh, however you can name a genre after that, like I feel like that's probably good. Roland writes, "Fuck, um, muttered up. cursing." Games. Yeah, I now, fucked up. Muttered fucked cursing. Up. That's it. Now, listen, Gen Con. I want to say something to the to the listeners. Listen, Gen Con, you cowards. If you don't use these titles as banners You're above cowards. the areas of your stupid trade show floor. How great would it be to run a game shop and that's how you organize the muttered, cursing, muttered cursing, oops games, 
Yeah. I just have one more one more one more category. <laughs> Collectible card games. Ooh, CCGs. Uh, yeah, I yeah. just I just call them like savings accounts. <laughs> what do we call war games? Sunk cost dolls. Yeah, sunk cost dolls. Sunk cost printing. Yeah. All right. Sunk cost cards. Yeah. yeah. Sunk cost cardboard. Uh, yeah. uh, basement fillers. Basement fillers. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. what they uh, are for me. Uh, right. uh, regret boxes. Regret boxes. I yeah, like that. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Uh, okay. All so right. regret boxes. Uh, sunk cost dolls. <laughs> now listen up, Gen Con. You're around the corner. Yeah. You still got time to make changes. Nice. Nice. You know what? You implement a couple things: social distancing, masks, and the appropriate name for game genres. You cowards. Magneto meme. <laughs> show me your. <laughs> show me your worker placement game. Yeah. Your real worker. Your real worker placement <laughs> games. <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was dumb. Thank you, Turtle. Uh, we're on for more beer. Caleb, what are you drinking? I am going to drink another ACBL uh, donation. Donation. Thank you very much. Uh, from Silver Branch Brewing Company. The Beyond the Gnome World Saison. That's a good pun. I don't see a ton of Saisons in a can around here. I agree. I so, thought it, it was noteworthy when I pulled it out of the fridge. I mean, Saisons aren't like a super popular type. They are not. It's also uh, not much of a Saison-y funk to it. Well, that's a bummer because that's one of the things I like about a Saison. Yeah, but it is in a can. That's so, true. But I have just sniffed it. I'm going to give it a shot. All right. Hmm. Hmm. He make he make of the nothing. Saison mm. not found. Yeah, um, uh, it's a three. It eh, it's a saison. Like I can tell it's there, but it's not interesting. It's just enough to be a saison and absolutely no more. Like yeah, it is the C student of saisons. <laughs> like all right, we'll give you a degree. Yeah, it's not like our best one. Honestly, but, if you told me that was like a wheat beer with more coriander in it, like that kind it, of it, yeah, exactly. I would go like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Avery's White Rascal is yeah, what I think. Cilantro. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I I do have some. For a long time, is cilantro. Yeah, and for a long time, I didn't, I couldn't drink a lot of those, uh, yeah. those style beers because it had a real. Ugh, uh, come around oddly a enough, bit. this is casual drinking and playing atmosphere. Uh, this is also feels like something something would serve me at a golf. Oh yeah, resort. well, and then I would be like, "Why isn't this a Bush Light? Because it's just as good." Yeah, that, that's the thing. Yeah. So I did. Uh, I've been hitting a, that novelty golf place a little bit, and they actually have a night. They, they've got a nice bar. Uh, but I did go to one of our many area country clubs the other day. Cause a friend of mine is a member and the bar had a shocking selection of random cans. And, uh, I ordered a Modelo on tap because mm. Modelo just Modelo fucks. Yeah. The thing. Yeah. yeah. Modelo is good. Modelo like, is good. Yeah. If you also, ha- also good consistently. Yep. Yeah. You know, you're getting, you are, a you know, you're getting that travels yep. and ages super well. Yep. Yeah. Like old Modelo tastes almost as good as new. Modelo. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly right. Uh, Hey, speaking of beer, we're into B hole in one where we throw things into the B hole. Sean G asks people collect lots of different things for pleasure. Coins, stamps, sneakers. I'm a sneaker guy now. Board games. Throw the idea of a type of collection into the beehole. What comes out? So you throw a whole collection of something into it. You throw a whole collection. Uh, I'm going to start. 
I'm going to make Ross name it. Oh, the collection? Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to make Ross name what beer comes out. Oh, shit. Because I'm throwing your collection in. Well, my collection of what? Trains. Oh, shit. Model train guy collections. I don't, what I don't, happens I, when you threw it in there? I don't have any model trains. And I don't want you to ever get any, but I right. won't. But you've and expressed interest. You've I've ex- expressed interest in the terrain, making dioramas. Oh, right? yeah. Must That's be how tough. It fucking starts. Imagine no. one time you said, I wonder what anime is. And then for two years. <laughs> That's how. Okay. A. That's how it fucking starts. Yeah. B. You don't have to worry about it anymore because we're throwing the concept of a train collection for you into the magical bee hole. And you're just going to drink it. You're going to drink your way through it. But what comes out? Uh, Sapporo. Uh, <laughs> no, why not? I could see that. Yeah, you're, you're very interested in like the timing and yeah. schedules. There's a lot of Japanese train watchers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, that's All fair. Right. That's fine. Yeah. Your choice. Hey, your B hole. What man. have you put? It's your B hole, man. No, no, you you clearly thought I said. Well, it wrong. yeah, one person proposes, and yeah. then the other two have to say what comes out. Yeah. Uh, it is definitely an IPA, like a double <laughs> IPA. Not only are many of the tracks made of like a balsa wood that I would taste like most IPAs. I don't know if train guys are interesting enough for IPAs. They might, and IPAs now, are now listen, they might be they might be Teddy Pilsner yeah. level. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that their personalities might be interesting enough for IPAs, but rather I think the, the particularities with which they approach things <laughs> are peak IPA guy. The sort of a banal neoliberal hellscape yeah. of a, of a uh, train yeah. terrain set yeah. is... yes. IPA made landscape. The the, okay. the the people who would be like, oh well, have you seen you know who who want to talk about the inner workings of one tenth of one of the models mm. are the same people who would be like, I don't know, have you done that low gravity thing that has you know seventy five IPUs on? It's like, <laughs> god damn it, like stop, <laughs> just stop, okay, man. So that's just what I'm thinking there. There might be a similarity of logic, I suppose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got one for you. Hit me with it. Okay, weird collection. Weird collection thing, but a thing that I've learned more, I've learned that it exists more than I thought it did. Buttons. People collect buttons. Mm. Ivory buttons, odd colored buttons, coat buttons. I have been surprised, campaign buttons. I have been surprised to know that people collect buttons. This is the thing. So you throw a button collection into the beehole. I mean, that's kind of like a daint, kind of cute sort of collection. It could be. could also um, be a hoarder thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, definitely that, too. Yeah. You're collecting buttons. You're a witch. There's no other way around it. <laughs> I was going to say a beer with That is some straight up sus witch mm. behavior, and it shouldn't yeah. be tolerated. Um, so I, wow. I'm just... I'm, I'm just the fucking Inquisitor. I, I, hey, look. If you're collecting buttons... Don't. <laughs> whose buttons? What symbolic intensely herbal beer it are is. they made of bone that's not creepy at all you a witch see, i'm I, sorry i think okay. ross is on something like one of those tea beers that we had maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. tea beer yeah, yeah like a tea weiss yeah uh-huh. i wanted to do like a pachamama porter oh, or something God. weird and deserty like something that would brew in a cauldron. pachamama porter because yeah. you are a witch what a fucking weird beer yeah it's got cactus in it yeah yeah uh because you're collecting buttons like a weird yeah. um desert hobo person yeah so yeah don't do that no yeah. i mean I'm, I'm with you on this yeah that's my okay. that's my pick um what, right. what collection you got uh so i guess this is dispenser um yeah. so collect me bro um you know we, we're talking about witches now now i'm thinking uh human bones yeah yeah that's terrifying yeah and okay, you, okay, also okay, you, okay, you okay, okay, okay. yeah you gotta be specific here what kind of human bones spines Oof. oh so it's a person who only collects spines 
I said human bones, and you told me to clarify. And so, I didn't know like if it was like reliquaries or like skeletons, like, or, like medical cadaver like bones, like but only spines. But yeah, well, yeah, we'll say spines. Yeah, for now, only spines. Okay, is, so we only the, spines. The, the new app <laughs> coming. That's to phones the uh, that's you. the predator porn yeah. Yeah. service. Yeah, only spines. Only spines. Um, Ooh, I was boy. gonna th- say I was picking because there's a dude who uh, has an Instagram where he shows off his like spine and skull collection. I'm sure the FBI calls him often. No, okay. you can own bones. Uh, all right. So <laughs> spoken like a true serial killer. <laughs> you're a bone collector yeah. and you want people to know you're a bone collector because you're not a serial killer. That means you're a goth kid, right? So we just need yeah. the gothiest beer we can think of. I right? cannot. Because you had a rough high school. You definitely had fishnet stockings down your arms. And you found the cure at an early age. Yeah, to an impressionable yeah. age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some would say traumatizing. A uh, lot of mascara in your past. So what beer represents uh, that? Uh, Stillwater's class, postmodern classic. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a more like swinging it around beer than I got a bunch of bones. I'm not a serial killer. It's it's the epitome of I'm not touching you while holding your finger in my face. I think it's old Rasputin, not because of the taste, but because you saw it, Rasputin's name on it. You're like, oh. I am also an immortal warlock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you drink one sip of it and continue to sway at your underpass rave of cyber goth mm-hmm. music. Um, before you started your bone collection, but hey, at least you got an old Rasputin out of it, so mm-hmm. you could yeah. have done worse. Uh, was it you that were just like sitting on one of those barrel aged old Rasputins a few months ago? Yeah, fuck, that's a good beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, thanks for the the suggestion. Whoever made it, I'm not looking. Sean G. Sean G. Sean G. <laughs> I'm not looking at my phone right now. I, I don't do anything on a computer anymore because I spilled a lambic on my computer while we were recording and it killed it. So now I do everything on my phone. It's no big deal. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to spill a lambic on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah totally. Now it's a business expense. Uh, yeah, in case. No. Uh, I am. Uh, we're going to get Ross a beer and okay. uh, we'll be right back. Is drinking. It's producer I, Ross. I, I'm producer drinking. Ross yeah, is yeah. drinking. <laughs> we're, I got it. I got it. What are you drinking? Fucking yeah, professional. We are fucking professional. You didn't beat me to it. Uh, yeah. I thought you solved this last episode when you just asked without naming anyone. What are you drinking? <laughs> just for the room. Yeah, yeah, just for the room. Um, they Another they mix are. six con. Right. We just scream rare at barrel. What are you drinking? <laughs> passionate, passionate for miles away. Boo. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. It's a golden sour beer aged in oak barrels with pineapple and passion fruit. 7.1%. As I said earlier, but it was a good enough joke to repeat. Bit of you think they found the a new base? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rare Barrel loves a golden sour, I think. Uh, which, by the way, are great. Um, what are we going to do with all these oak barrels? Right. Uh, um, sweet, tart, very bright kind of. Um, passion fruit kills things for me. Yeah. Um, I like it. Uh, mm, I smell passion fruit. Not yeah. in a good way. The I, the passion fruit hangover I had one time is like a real like no orange juice ever again because I had nope. screwdrivers once. Nope. 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 That's nope. a no. Nope. It tastes like good beer if good beer had bo. Oh mm. man, that is. Yeah. Nope. Passion. It's passion fruit. It passion passion fruit can fuck off. Oh fuck that. Yep. Correct. I don't taste. I mean, like, oh, it's that fine. is trash. Yes. Yep. Well, you were really holding that just by the. 
trying you, trying to drop it. Yeah, you were trying to drop it for a second there. Well, I apparently failed. You did. So there might be other things. Enjoy in there. your bo beer. Bo that right? Didn't, that didn't fucking. Spill. It's fucking bo. It's fine. It's a four. No, you're insane. <laughs> no, that that's a, a two. That at is best. a one <laughs> for me. God. It's a four, he says. Uh, that is a... Okay, I'm going to write down Ross's lie. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Because it is, it is technically... Ross gave uh, it a four. Ross yeah. gave it a four, but it is technically his <laughs> review to give. But an objective untruth. I should just troll you more, is what I'm hearing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like you needed fucking permission. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, the segment we are on is we make a pair tied number two for your vote-getters. I put both tied number two vote getters in the number two episode mm-hmm. and tied number one Love in the it. first episode. Uh, Alex C. asks, uh, and we make a pair, Elton John once said that Saturday night's all right for fighting. What activities are all right for other days of the week? This is one of the best we make a pair questions we've and ever had. And what beer would you drink while doing it? It's them? so smart. So we need to come up with a beer to drink while fighting. Because no. that hasn't been established right, yet. That's true. Yeah. And then other activities. And then as well. activities plus beers. Yeah. 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 So Mickey's uh, for fighting. Well, I, yeah, obviously Mickey's for <laughs> right. fighting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's done. Take that off. Saturdays the table. are taken care of. Mickey's on Saturdays. Okay. Sundays for hangovers. Uh, or hospital do, do bills. Do you have a D6? Do we have a D6? Uh, we do. In There's the got to be a D6 in this house. Oh, I, God, I took them off the table. They're, they're in that cup, leather cup over you there. You should be to get my phone. I can, do a, yeah, I can yeah. do a random dice roll on my phone, probably. I can yeah. Google D6 generator. D6 generator. Okay. I spelled generator uh, wrong. Sunday We're... is the first day. Four. What's yeah. four mean? That's a Wednesday. Oh, uh, Okay. So I got to cover a Wednesday. What are Wednesdays all right for? <sighs> Netflix and chill. I think Wednesday is a midday, Wednesday's midweek. All, Wednesday's all night is all right for DoorDash. Oh, DoorDash. Yeah, totally. Right, yeah. You don't want to cook. Right. You cooked Monday and Tuesday. It's been yeah. a rough week. Yeah. There's only more week ahead. Wednesdays are all right for DoorDash. What do you drink with it? Though? LaRouche. Here's my take. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Damn. Here's my That's take. great DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> DoorDash is like a, it's like the modern condition for like yeah let's just order in and open a bottle you of wine. You can do Grubhub. Yeah. I, I'm just yeah. saying. I was gonna say yellow. I'm just right. saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Uh, Wednesdays are all right to treat yourself to deliver. Right. And if you're gonna deliver, like open up a bottle of wine. We don't do wine around here, mm-hmm. but Larouche is the closest thing to wine, so okay, it could be enough, like yeah. the the well, Christmas so, Day Rose. Well, Mickey's is a malt beverage, LaRouche, and it's all right for fighting. Right. Larouche, if you have it, yellow tail if you don't have it. Right. Uh, open up or any one of these rare barrel oak age sons of bitches. Yeah. I mean, Except for the one Ross is drinking. Uh, throw that in the don't trash. Don't fucking touch that. Uh, it's yeah. fine. That beer, that beer is cursed. All right. Uh, I, I took care of Wednesdays. I'm rolling. Get in there. Uh, also rolled a four. Uh, you can't have Wednesdays twice. Rolled a four again. Now, this is just statistically <laughs> difficult. Rolled two. Okay. What are Mondays good for? Uh, so Monday, start of the week, you probably got some energy slash sadness from kicking the week off. It is not the time to get hammered because you got a hill to climb and you're at the bottom of it. Something light. Uh, Mondays are for, um, catching up on emails. Uh, yeah. <laughs> catching up on emails. It's good for catching up on it. I just imagine yep. beating the shit Elton out of John, baby grand screaming. <laughs> and when, when you're catching up on emails, you know, you're sitting there in your home office. You've been putting them off all weekend. You've been putting them off all weekend. Yeah. 
You need some energy. I'm thinking fact, co- like coffee beer. Oh, yeah. yeah. That espresso you type, porter. That espresso you type porter. the emails with the intensity of an Elton John yeah. cocaine year solo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Something, some, catching up on me on email is a, a soulless, hollow act that must be completed. So you want something a little rich and soul-warming. So I think the Palmetto Espresso Porter, which genuinely was one of the better coffee-flavored beers we've had on this podcast. Yeah. It does feel like a beer you'd start your day with. Yep. All without right. interrogating too much what that means Only about way to know. you. Only way to know. Um, yeah. Producer Ross, Ross get you want to roll? I rolled a one for what it's worth. Oh, that's Sunday. Ross rolled a Oh, six. he rolled a six. What are Fridays good for? Uh, fighting and fucking. <laughs> no, no. Saturdays are good for fighting. <laughs> All right. Oh, leaving only. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so for Fridays are for fucking. Yeah, yeah. All right. What? <laughs> I'm sure the listeners want to know in this patron exit. What does producer Ross think is good drinking for fucking? <laughs> Boy. Uh, it Fireball. Only, it only took us uh, five yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Fridays for so Fridays are for fireball. Yeah, I got the alliteration going. Yeah, fireballs. Yeah, yeah fireball and fi- fucking on Friday. Yeah. Fire, fireball Friday. Fireball I, Friday. I think we determined what caused Saturday's fight right yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. It's really more of a fallout now in the week. I think I think that this uh, this podcast just grew some chest hair. That's that's what just, its voice dropped a little bit. Yeah. All right. What do I got left? I got Thursday, right. Tuesday, Tuesday, and Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh okay one to two Sunday yeah three okay yeah Sunday Sunday it is uh Sundays are good for reconciliation mm. you've been fighting and fucking all week <laughs> right right <laughs> you you gotta bring the clean it you up gotta bring the volume down balance that is too much intensity for email Monday right so it's about resetting what's a beer you drink blue moon while you're just blue moon in a can no. no. Yeah. Nothing says Monday harder than Blue Moon in a can. Um, uh, what do you need to reset? Oh, um, Blue Moon in a can. <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing this. White Claw. Boo! <laughs> White Claw is where you start Friday. Oh, Guinness. Okay. You need Guinness. You need Mother's To reset? Milk. Yes! You would have gained 11 pounds on a Sunday by drinking a Guinness? Yes, because it's soul food. Jesus Christ. You eat, you drink your Guinness while eating fried chicken good and eating buttery mashed potatoes. G's yeah. and T's. I think G and T is a good move. Fuck you. Yeah. It's Guinness and reconciliation. <laughs> All right, so we have Tuesdays and Thursdays left. Mm-hmm. So one, two, three, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Five. Thursday. Thursday. What's it about? Thursday is, oops, I got a little too drunk during the weekday. Uh, <laughs> Business drunk day. Thursdays for business drunk. Oh, that's a blue moon. Yeah. Blue moon in a can. (laughs) Nailed it. I'm not going to object to that. That is, that's correct. Yeah. All right. Only left for you then is Tuesdays. All right. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesday is, oh, it's book club. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's book club. He said it so obviously. He scoured his schedule in his mind. He was like, Tuesday, well, Monday. The I do. name of this oh, episode Tuesday. is Tuesdays or book club. Tuesdays are for book club. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the number one rule of book club. Yeah. Uh, that's white. That's yellowtail. You know. You yes, gotta, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Absolutely. It's yellowtail. <laughs> the ladies are watching their figure, but uh-huh. they also do want to get a little They drunk. really want to talk about how meaningful Frank McCourt's Angelo's Ashes. Angelo's yeah. Ashes, baby. <laughs> it's funny that we all thought about Angelo's Ashes. Yeah. Uh-huh. There My is mom fr- recommended that book to me. <laughs> and there, there That's is, why I read it. 
There is perhaps no more book club no. book than Angela's Ashes. book clubs Ashes. didn't exist before Angela's Ashes. That's just fact. They were started exclusively for and by. Um, hey, thanks so much for the question. Uh, and uh, on that, we are going to get more beer. Truly one of the best we make a pair of questions we've ever had. Uh, we're going to get more beer and we'll be right back. Spencer, what do you drink? Uh, also, an ACBL donation from Palmetto Brewing Company. This is Idle Speed, a salted lime <coughs> lager. I want to make. <coughs> I think that was Joe Biden's campaign ah, slogan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's double whammy. Uh, uh, I want to make an observation, and I hope that ACBL doesn't take this personally, because as I said, either in this episode or a previous episode, that I'm such a fan of the BLs, but <clears throat> I don't care. I don't care for this art. Um, Idle speed. I don't. I mean, it's better than the orange tree. Of it is. The, the, the amber, amber I cannot remember. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ross I'm had sorry, a beer fucking earlier. graphic design intern's first day on the job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, their, um, the yeah, espresso porter summer. we had was very good. Yeah. And I thought the art was like kind of novel. This just is a little, I think your yeah. description is, is, is good, Ross. So, anyways, mm-hmm. this is a salted lime lager. You know, we've had, uh, salted lime lagers have really kind of had a, had a, a moment over the last couple of years. Uh, there have just been, Perchez lager from Tortilla Rio Perchez in town. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a different one. Some one of the brewers we like makes the salted lime lager. I like the I, idea I've of a lo- salted. I've lime. longed love a salty beer. Yeah. Sequench. Sequench. Yeah. I've dehydrated myself many a night yeah. drinking too many sequences. Like well, like the mildness of a lager with just the, like the salt and the lime adding a bit of kick. Uh, you know uh, the saltiness. I think like that. I think that's a nice combo, like theoretically. Look, just give me a beer that makes me as thirsty as drinking seawater, and I'm gonna drink more of your beer. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Well, lagers are pretty watery, so yeah, like yeah, that yeah. kind of neutralizes. So it's like it's salty, but not being overwhelmingly so. I don't know. It, in it's, theory, it's deeply a lager. I get no salt and no lime. Oh, oh that's not good. That's depressing. Uh, it could you want a kick? You want a kick from that lime? It could be that I just finished this rare barrel creek, this like cherry heavy tart beer, but I just don't get any salt or lime. Oh, that's I mean, bad. Like, yeah, that's it's just not good. It's just a like, lager, right? Well, it, it's a lager, but like not a good lager. No. It's like a two lager. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's an average to below average yeah. lager. Yeah, yeah. There's no lime. But here's the thing: if it just there's said, no salt for it, sure. If, if it, it just said lager, I'd go. If like, it yeah. just said lager, I'd be like three lager. Yeah. But now it's like, well, it's a lager plus something interesting that you would like. Yeah, you set an expectation, but then you drink it; it's not actually there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I think it's a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, it. Yeah. I don't love it. Flood sale. Let's hear it for the East Coast. It's SMS 6. It's a fire sale, but it's a flood sale because the East Coast, you get it. It's not, honestly, is it in good taste? The East Coast is flooding while the West Coast is. Fridays are for fucking. Hey. Fridays are for fucking. Hey, guys, don't worry. You'll be on fire soon, too. Right. Just like the rest of us. Yep. Uh, Omar Amador says, What kind of archaic craftsman skill would you not mind picking up? Yep. How do you think it would improve or change your life? I'm going to tell you right now. I've thought about it. <clears throat> Woodworking. I think you're going to go a full Ron Swanson, huh? I don't know that I'll ever be good enough to go full Ron, at anything to go full Ron Swanson, but yeah. I like the idea, I think, of producing like cool tables and chairs, maybe a nice bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to like do sculptures. I'm not going to like carve a raccoon out of a tree, but... 
Um, but like to make a good table, a good oak oh, or sure. walnut table. Oh, I'd love that. I'd mm-hmm. love that. Well, I'd love to be able to do it. I don't actually want to do it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think I think woodworking would be my artisan craftsman skill. Puppetry. Let's talk about the word artisan. <laughs> I think I would do like a good Punch and Judy show. Yeah. Like if there you were, think you would do a good Punch and Judy if show. there were no phones. If, like, it was the kind of material reality that required a sort of, like, fly-by-night puppet show to entertain the children, I think I could put together a tight 30. I'm not going to lie. I think I'd have a pretty good Punch Judy show. Yeah, yeah, okay. N- maybe not, like, an extended run, but I could go town from town. Now, I tell think me, I could do that. in this Dickensian hellscape you've painted where you're going to put together a tight 30 <laughs> with cobbled-together puppets... <laughs> Um, what's, what's your act here? Like, what's the bit? Like, what are you trying to help kids understand? Well, are we in like the modern day or no, clearly you said without phones and screens. So next August, like when the grid goes down, like, what are you talking about? Right. right. Oh, it could be like a station 11 style on the other side. Yeah. I'm not saying this is impossible. Like on the other side, I could. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, whatever. You now, know, if you, we're doing full, full blown, like, it's uh, your dream, not mis- mine. Uh, killing Mr. Burns electric play or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I can just start recreating movies that I remember vaguely in my head with puppets. I theoretically have endless content. What's like, the first movie you recreate with puppets? Die Hard. Yeah, that's right. That's the first movie people demand I recreate with puppets no. for the holidays. I mean, the right move here is the room, but you know, go on. No, yeah. no, no. <laughs> the room is not an enjoyable thing to watch. Mm. We got to bringing there. back Matthew Arnold's cultural touchstones here. <laughs> yeah, we're back to an oral tradition. You don't jump to the fucking room. No, Aww. I'm sorry. You when know, you're doing subsistence farming again. <laughs> here's my hot you're take. You're gonna have to give up on the irony, bro. Like, it's just gonna have to be good. Here's my hot take. In the world that you've described, which again, quite a world, the room as a puppet show only gets popular if and when and as the room as a film got popular by very well-known puppeteers years after the fact, telling stories of the room puppet show and then recreating and showing the room as a puppet show. Here's my hotter take. The room as a puppet show works. What do you mean works? It just makes more (laughs) sense. (laughs) <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes. When there is a sex scene between a Chechen war criminal football thing victim makes even in the less form sense. of Z suit. Yes, it does, because it's cute to see puppets playing football. It's hilarious when puppets try and fuck, which is why you get weird sex no, scenes no. out of nowhere. Here's another reason why the room objectively <laughs> doesn't work as a puppet show. Sixty percent of the room is still shots of San Francisco. You cut out sixty percent of the You've film. You've got to change puppets. It's a, I'm sorry. It's a tight thirty now. Like you cut it out. The it, room is not supposed to be a tight I thirty. Think, I it think can the room, be though. My hot take is the room only works as a puppet show. That that's my take. Anyway, you. what's your archaic skill that you bring back? Um, we spent painting, way too long on this. This is a fire drawing sale. count. Yeah. Do, do painting and drawing count? Well, Caleb said puppets. Yeah. So I think you can just honestly at this point pick. A show skill. me a modern puppet master. All okay? right. Uh, painting then. Uh, I paint nice uh, landscapes Great. and portraits. I think that's totally legal. Yeah, yeah. yeah mine uh, is way cooler. <laughs> Turtle asks, if you were a flavor of ice cream, what would it be? Chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm. Rocky oh. Road. Said exactly like I mean, that. honestly, vanilla. I, I, but I really want to believe I'm something else. Uh, but I'm still just Is that the only flavor of ice cream you can eat? No. no I, I love yeah. all flavors of ice cream. I just... 
I know I'm Ooh, vanilla. Can I, I know I'm what I am. I, yeah, uh, you need to ta- your pistachio. Your answer is not good. Why? All right. Do you, per- okay. Do you really feel like you're a pistachio man? I, is, is pistachio not an aspiration? <laughs> like you're you're living a pistachio life. Wouldn't, wouldn't we all want to? Be? <laughs> Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You ever heard Rocky Road or Pistachio go, Hey, this is Ross Payton with Role Playing Bubble Radio. <laughs> Rocky Road, yes. No. Yeah. No. Rocky Road is very like that. You know what that, that's mint chocolate chip. No, uh, it's not. Oh, you know what it is? It's moose tracks. Moose tracks? Way too showy. Uh-huh. Just super flashy in the pan. Yeah. Rocky uh-huh. Road is definitely, hey. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I disagree. What's next? Okay. <laughs> uh, Friedrich asks, what's happening in the sports ball? Are scores being gold? I think that's for you. Uh, y- yes. Uh, <laughs> here's a new thing that I'm into. Soccer. Uh, really enjoying it. And a friend of mine owns a local pub and is from Manchester and is a Manchester United fan. So this morning I went to his pub at 9 a.m., started drinking. He cooked me breakfast, gave me a Manchester United hat, and I watched Manchester United beat Newcastle 4-1. to one. It was an absolute blast. Uh, so... Uh, American yeah, football has I, kicked I, off, is kicking off, but but Premier League soccer, total blast. Uh, the only thing that would make me like soccer is someone serving me a beer at 8 a.m. Oh, yeah. along with a full breakfast. Uh, I, yeah. At 9 a.m., when they open uh, the you, pub, you, I ordered a ranch water. You serve me beer and a full breakfast at 8 a.m., I'm going to be on board for it. Yeah, I would definitely need that sort of... You nutri- me a video drum thing. Like, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, I, nutritional bribery will get me to watch anything that boring. Yeah. I sat down at 9 a.m., and I said, I'll take a ranch water, which is mezcal, topo chico, and lime. And he said, with Mezcal? And I said, yeah. He goes, it's 9 a.m. And I was like, I don't, I didn't stutter. So <laughs> let's just, uh, let's fucking go here, man. You're in America now, bitch. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, I had I had four or five of those before I came over today. Uh, anyway, Evan the Wagon Guy asks, have you heard of the strange live action fan fiction taking part on TikTok called Mario Lore? I have not. I have. It's dark. Uh, if you have, do you actually we, have the TikTok app? Are, no, I really want to. Start. You don't. You don't need it. You have text messaging, and as I understand it, text messaging now is only for people you know who have TikTok to send you TikToks. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Uh, specifically, our wives. Yes, correct. <laughs> That's right. I get. I don't. I don't have the TikTok app. I see eleven TikToks a day. Brandy just sends you them. Brandy, Chad, Joel, your <laughs> wife occasionally. Just name people that I know who have the TikTok app. I just that's all the text. I feel left out, Maddie. Yeah. It doesn't seem horrible. TikToks. Fuck TikTok. Uh, wow. Anyway, if you have, are we entering into a new era of hypertext that moves beyond IP law? Or am I jumping oh, to conclusions? Oh, we've been there for been a while, there. buddy. Uh, been yeah, there. You're definitely jumping to conclusions. You're jumping back in time to conclusions yeah. that have already happened. Yeah. yeah, have you heard about Caleb's room puppet show? Yeah. Can I tell yeah. you about Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah. <laughs> hey, remember that time I got a stream taken down for putting on a Soviet number station? Because it turns out that's copyrighted now. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's a nightmare hellscape, man. It's, it's well, they didn't they didn't take it down. They took down the audio for the first six minutes. So. Yeah, not necessary for most. Yeah. Actual plays. Wow. The voice is optional. You really want to see the fat bearded faces. That's what people Aww. are. In. That's what I get. That's what I get on Twitch. Anyway, uh, that was our flood sale. We did it. Oh, hey, we killed we it. We did it. We got all. Yeah, go team. More beer. Okay.
beautiful. Thank the v- you. The vibrato. No, yeah. really quality. Yeah. 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 In another life, I also was a singer. I want to capture that like one little moment there. You just, can. Just lose Good it. news. You literally can. Yeah. You have a whole computer it's for just kind that. of your whole job. Yeah, right? yeah. You've <laughs> captured so many moments, man. Yeah. I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah. You'll hear that over and over. I won't. I'll never listen to it. Other oh, no. people will hear it. Yeah. Just uh-huh. like here. Theoretically. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they're <laughs> still they're still paying the Patreon. We don't know if they really other people will. will pay for access to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Caleb, can you do a Caleb? Right. <laughs> my own name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. No, my own. Self-indulgent. He did my name. Yeah, I would have to do his name. Which you can. Yeah, it's on the table. Now it's just just too much pressure. Yeah. What do we even do here? Yeah. uh, You drink the beer. Yeah. What is the beer? Um, This is the Old Bakery Beer Company's again out of Alton, Illinois. The Winter Goza, an ale brewed with cranberry and orange. Can I say how much I dislike the cranberry illustrations on that can? It is rows and rows of cranberry. Anus adjacent. Yes. Uh, it is people waking up in matrix pods. Is how I feel about <laughs> yes. it. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Anus caviar. A lot of negative associations yeah. for liquids you don't want in your mouth. Right, right. That, <laughs> someone was like, "Yeah, those look like cranberries," and not at all dog buttholes. I watched so. season two of uh, Channel Zero, Dead End House. And nope. there's a character who there there are people who eat memories. Oh, it's that, got it's got the memory beans. He's got the memory beans, dude. Memory look, beans do look delicious. Though. That look like pomegranates or cranberries, mm-hmm. and yeah. So it's just like characters cracking open people Not care for the freeze. And memory inside beans. the people are pomegranates or cranberries. Uh, you so get a little bit of the cranberry, beans. but the orange just kind of weakens it. Uh huh. Where there might be a more interesting tartness if it was just a cranberry beer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a three. It's not offensive, but it's not interesting um and it does look like a series of buttholes or tadpole eggs uh it's It's not it's a truly disgusting looking yeah all right i do not care for it if burke ever moves here i really want him to do just a like a kaleidoscopic montage of the worst cans and beer just the we talk about it in an audio medium yeah eyes are not prepared for what we see in the macro scale. Just start documenting the really bad designs. I don't need to. They're in my head forever. Leg Humper? We drank that three oh, years boy. ago. I remember the Leg Humper. I could draw it from memory. It was so bad. <laughs> Truly horrible. Uh yeah. It does yeah, I don't need I don't need to commemorate it. I need to All spread right. the taint you know, to right. others. Yeah. When, when you get into the finer elements of the design of this beer, much of which we've already totally and utterly criticized. <laughs> The spacing is weird. The blocking is weird. Like this was well, they're, very they're like clearly different done. Size cranberries. Well, but like look at even the text. Like read the Surgeon General's warning and look at how the lines are not spaced evenly. Like, it just it very much feels like someone had a printer and beer and cans, and they were like, I don't know, oh my God. sell yeah, some beer. How do you get the kerning wrong? Right, exactly. Like the whole thing is just questionable. I don't care for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, enjoy your potentially well, legally it's distributed a three. beer. It's yeah. a three. Um, all right, this is getting lit. Urature, mm-hmm. uh, where we talk about books and/or the act of reading. And I wanted to propose something. Um, recently, mm-hmm. I put a book down. Here's what was happening: I was on a really good tear of books. I mean, I was reading vociferously, voraciously, mm-hmm. and um, I got into a book that I was really excited about. Got. Mm, four or five chapters in really wasn't doing it for me. And what I realized is that while I had a lot of enthusiasm for reading, I didn't have much enthusiasm for reading this book. 
So what? instead of just jumping ship and going to another book, like I delayed a pretty good book train that I was on for about a month. It'll get you. It'll get you. Because I have this like incredible fucking guilt about not finishing a book once I'm into it. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't stop reading it and just be like, you know what? Uh, I'll come back or I won't come back. I don't fucking know. I'm going to start reading something else. I had this like incredible guilt. And so rather than just move on, I sat not reading for nearly a month, weeks. And then finally one day I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, I might come back to this later. I might not. It's no big deal. You probably won't go to hell for this. And I shut it down and picked up a different book. And now I'm back on track. A, thoughts on putting down a book you're not into midstream. B, how how did you deal with it? What'd you do? How'd you cope? I think um, my my current reality, where I'm at now, which doesn't feel like reality because it's so wildly different, different from yeah. anything else I've ever done in my life, is that like I think in general we all do ourselves a great disservice by assigning any value to reading whatsoever. And I don't mean that as like mm-hmm. a, a mean of like, but it's not some special event. It's like watching. It's TV. not special. It's not sacred. You should never judge someone for reading something shitty. You should never be impressed when somebody reads something complex. Because like, yeah, it's nice, but the neuroses that drove it isn't like. Um, I'm glad you read Infinite Jest. It's more of a sign of your character than David right. Foster was. Right. <laughs> and I say that as a guy who listened to the audiobook and read the footnotes along with it. Yeah. Like I'm a weirdo like that. Like, and I don't think I don't gain anything from having done that. So like the reason I say this is like I don't read anymore. I read Delta Green. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> that's what I read now. And I'm happy to do it. And I love reading that stuff. But by reading it, I mean I'm editing it. Yeah. And even before that, we tried to do a book club um, because I was doing a book club off and on with Burke. And we got a very cool book called Cyclopedia. And I read in laborious, laborious text. The first essay of it was utterly inspired by the thought behind it. And I wrote a 32-page scenario based around it. Right. But guess what? I wasn't psyched to duck into chapter two. Yeah. Because it was just too much. So I've just... I've stopped like saying I'm a man of letters. Right. Like I've stopped pretending that I read of a certain quality. I got a Shonen Jump membership. I fucking Chainsaw Man rules. Uh, I downloaded all the old heavy metals off of a torrent site. I've been reading that. Um, you didn't have to write well at all to become famous no. back then. That shit is trash. Yeah, Jesus. Um, but I, I, I think I a- actually gain more in the aggregate by never questioning what I desire to read at that moment as being like, well, that's too trashy for what you should be doing, or this is a waste of time, or you said you were going to read this first before you did that. I I think you just lose so much in the aggregate by letting that delay you any amount of time. Um, So, yeah, I'm just a trash person, which doesn't mean I don't read. It doesn't mean I didn't read um, when I was uh, a high school teacher. I read more than any human being alive. It was just 1,200 pages of shitty essays. And then I read whatever books I could stand after that. Yeah. Um, And I admit it broke me. I admit it broke me as a reader in terms of rationality. Yeah. But um, what happens is that I remember when I used to read like this, and I shoot for that golden ideal 
And then I end up not reading yeah. anything. Right. When I could instead read 400 chapters of Berserk. Yeah. Um, which is way cooler <laughs> than not reading anything at all. Um, and I shouldn't feel bad about it because yeah. fuck you. That's the world's take. drowning. Who, what, like, you're going right. to get a better dissertation than me? Right. Like, who gives a shit? Uh, read something, have fun, learn something about it. Yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Ross? Well, I mean, there is value in reading like difficult texts and stuff like that to to. Uh, but I think there's like, value in doing it when you feel like doing it. Yeah. And, well, and at no point letting you guilt yourself into doing it because at that point you're not doing it well. Well, I, I, I guess uh, I, I think like reading difficult texts it should be something like as a formative thing. Like you should try to force yourself to do it, uh, especially when you're going through like high school and college to be like, you know, this is like to give you like you should get a sense of the benchmarks, like what is. Uh, but once you get past that, you don't have to keep doing it. Like you, you did read like difficult, complex novels and works earlier on, and now that you, you did, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I, well, I did, Ross. Yeah, right. We're also talking about people more than me, but like, yeah. sure. The the idea that like you should really push yourself and read difficult no, texts like, in high school—that's the hottest take you've ever said on Earth. You've now just I described mean, relative to your zero 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 one percent of the American population. Like, I mean, like, and by and high school level would be like any sci- like for me it was like Canticle Saint Leibowitz, like that was like which is just a popular sci-fi novel. It's well written, dude. Yeah, I, I want to like grab your hand and give you the fellowship <laughs> handshake as I tell you this. You're a fucking freak. <laughs> we all are. Yeah. We're goddamn fucking aliens. Yeah. Everyone who was around us was on Cliff's notes mm-hmm. or just accepting the F, and everyone who graduated never read anything again. You're describing <laughs> a monastic order rarer than the Canticle of Leibowitz <laughs> depicted in terms of American society. Like, yeah. um, I, I love you. I I wish that was the world we well, lived in. Well, he's asking us for advice of what you should like. The thing is, read anything and realize that you are one of the exalted, erudited <laughs> of the age because you've read words. Like I, I am not kidding. Like I understand that. Like right pre you know uh, written hieroglyphic Egypt had a one percent literacy rate. Yeah. We're roughly there, except the 99% isn't illiterate. It right. is completely and utterly illiterate. Right. Which turns out when you refuse to read anything yeah. and when you can't, there's not a ton of difference sure. there. Read Chainsaw. Read, read Akira. Don't feel bad about anything Akira. ever. I'm really enjoying it. No, no, that's right. Yeah, like- <laughs> well, unless it's uh, like a conspiracy theory thing. Like if you're reading like. The if you don't or- believe it. Well, still like read trash, read the newspaper, right. Sunday comics, just read stuff didn't eliminate all ideas of class from it. Blow up every conception you have of high and low art, because while you can like just read nothing but young adult novels and become saccharine and boring, at least you have a basic understanding of narrative works. Maybe when you watch the same yeah. narrative unplay on CNN because they expect you to be an uncritical hoover of fake information, you're just like, well, seems an awful like like that's Katniss Everdeen yeah. when it's supposed to be a politician. Like, maybe it'll twig you. And it's better than having read nothing. So yeah. just just do just read something. 
What's your take? <laughs> no, and I'm for it. Well, and it's something that I'm trying to assuage some guilt around, so I'm really good with that take right now, which is like, well, it's better than sitting here stifled and not reading anything when I want to read. So just move the fuck on and, and, and do I it. And I want to be clear, if you have any sort of class distinction about it, yeah. people who are erudite, people who pride themselves on reading the canon as yeah. being one of those nerds, um, we like to talk a fucking bunch. Yeah. And just because we like to talk a bunch, it does not represent our representative portion of the fucking population. You read every issue of Akira? Congrats. You have read now more than 90% of the functioning American politicians mm -hmm. have read in their entire life. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. You are now more educated than the majority of people who shaped the empire that in turn shaped the earth. Congrats. You did it. Like, why do you feel bad that it wasn't like Good news the meditations of Augustus, right. uh, whatever? Like, don't. Yeah. Never do. Like, it's a numbers game. You're already at the cream of the crop. I'm Go sacking for my it. guilt. It's gone. Yeah. Watch me whip. Get out of here, guilt. <laughs> uh, one more beer. We'll be right back. What are you drinking, Producer Ross? There you go. All right. So this is from Four Hands Brewing. And, oh, is it really? Uh, yeah, this is the Rock Melon. Oh, boy. Cantalope, uh, cantaloupe, just cantaloupe, yeah, uh, IPA, and it's got like this, like cantaloupe says meteors crashing to the earth. It pairs well with grilled beef. Anyways, grilled beef, yeah, whew. that is not going to be an enjoyable. I beer. love using the, yeah, I love using the detritus of beer. It does used to film cubic space in beer cans, yep, Ugh. and fusing it with the detritus of a fruit salad. Used to fill up yep. cubic space. Yep. In I, a fruit I'm gonna give this like uh, it's rock melon is the oops of melons. Yeah, it's, yeah, no, it's a it's a trash. This beer. is what Australians call cantaloupe. Yep. Uh, is a rock melon. Uh, thank you, thank feel, you, thank you, man. Feel how I feel uh, about that. Uh, it's it's an IPA. It's like taking an IPA and like filtering it through cantamel cantaloupe rinds, like. <laughs> like just the the, hell yeah can't yeah right good. it's a trash beer flavored with a trash fruit i want to say yeah. this i want to say this i've never had a beer like that no i've i don't i can't think of the last uh, of a cantaloupe it doesn't taste it tastes like a beer that was brewed of cantaloupe yeah 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 yeah, that is weird. It is weird. Like, I, it's okay. not have we had a cantaloupe beer before yes okay but not like that yeah that is weird I don't like it, but I, it is weird. I, I like, like the El Porador hops. I think it might be that. It's a it's a different type of hop. Huh. I don't know. Here's, I'm the, I'm, here's the thing, Forehand. Yeah. For me, before you give a rating, they uh, did it about as well as you ever could. It's true. I don't know why in God's name you would yeah, want to do it. Don't do it. Don't like, do it. This is like, oh, man, that's the best crab apple beer I've ever had. <laughs> like, yeah. Why, why would Let you me give do it that? One more sip. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, I think your your idea that like it's like someone brewed a beer and then poured Ugh. it through six thousand cantaloupes before it got yeah. to the can. There's something to that. Yeah, it is deeply cantaloupey. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm gonna give it a one because it's just so cantaloupey. So cantaloupey. It's like I'm not. More I don't like cantaloupe. Right. Right. Ew. I don't hate cantaloupe. Like cantaloupe with like a little bit of salt and pepper. Like that. That's nice. No. Uh, but like 
It's it can you, open as like a three at best. Like it's never been at like best. Yeah. No, no. If you order a fruit salad in America, the percentage of cantaloupe you get in it is the percentage that you are liked by the person who made your fruit salad. <laughs> it is Damn. a one to it is one a filler, yeah. integer ratio. Mostly cantaloupe, a fuck you as a fruit salad. Very little cantaloupe. You might be you a know friend when I, or lover. The, the yeah. only time I consistently eat cantaloupe is like like continental breakfasts. You know when they have yep. a little fruit thing. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Hotels known for putting yeah, out yeah. the creme de la creme for their yeah, travel. Yeah. Right. So I, I get I get a couple there, things. Get, mm-hmm. get a couple squares of cantaloupe. You're like, well, a L- little it's, box of frosted flakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then like, at least the cantaloupe as well. It's at least it's a fruit. Some it's got to be healthy. Orange right? juice out of a dispenser. Yeah. What was the rating on that? It's a one. It's a one. It's just awful. Like it's just cantaloupe. It's just cantaloupe. Yeah. yeah. And not particularly good. It's, yeah. It's cantaloupe rind, like, yep. more than, like, actual cantaloupe. I don't know. I don't yeah, like it. No. No, I don't care for it. I can't recommend it. It is different. Yeah. I'll give them that. If you're a huge fan of cantaloupe, maybe it's a two word. Nah. Hey, is the real prize the yeah. number you get? Or is the real prize being remembered amongst the That's thousands true. of beers? That's yeah, true. Yeah, we're going to remember rock melon. Yeah, yeah. It's, we're, at this point, we've had so many beers. You're really approaching like a Valhalla situation. Yes. It doesn't matter how you get there. So long as it was big. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Do um, it yourself or let somebody else do it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we're into drunk enough. And in drunk enough, I posit another question to the two of you. There's a There's an easy answer here where you can just go, yeah, man, it's fucking September of 2021, of course. And I go, yeah, great. Okay, we're good. We can move on. But let me try something a little bit meatier, see where we end up. Mm-hmm. I have noticed uh, over the last month, two months, uh, the need for more daily reset opportunities, like intentional moments where I go, I am doing a lot right now, or I am doing something. I need to not be doing things for a minute. And I, I have developed some places in my home or some rituals that I can do to really unplug and reset for a few minutes, really be honest with myself about where I am, what's going on, how I'm feeling, what I need to do. And then just like take a minute and be like, I don't need to look at my phone. I don't need to look at Slack. Like, I'm just going to sit here for a minute. I'm going to read or I'm going to watch Father Brown or whatever because I'm 94. Um, and those moments have become more and more important to me over the last month or two. Call it six weeks. A, is this the thing you're feeling and or have felt? And B, if so, is the is the explanation, as I wave my hands, everything going on around us, or is the explanation something else for me and or for you? I think um <clears throat> I think one of the greatest crimes capitalism ever perpetrated on me was convincing me that naps are bad. Mm. And I think one of the continued crimes that it perpetrates upon, like, just the human brain mm-hmm. is that, uh, like, the siesta is not functioned into the human day. Mm-hmm. I, like, now that I can just nap whenever I want. And, like, here's the thing. It sounds like rock star behavior. <laughs> it's fucking not. I'm up at 5 a.m. I go to a gym. Mm-hmm. I have a trainer now. Mm-hmm. I go home, I'm like, I'm eating like on a diet regimen. I'm doing like some fucking CEO American psycho shit. I clean the whole place. I write like 2000 words, but then I just fucking pass out. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Then I get up at like one thirty or two and, do it again. and I continue to yeah. do that much again before Sarah gets home. Yeah. And then I'm done with everything. And I don't have shit to do and I can just hang out and be with my family. Yeah. And do all that stuff. And like the amount of productivity I have produced mm-hmm. 
taking two to three hours of my day to literally just fucking sleep. Yeah. Whereas as I was working a day job, yeah. those two to three hours of that day would have been be, please, God, don't look at me. Let me check Facebook. Right. Please, God, please, yeah. <laughs> please don't let I will do anything except having to do more of this shit. Yeah. Like the amount of time you spend trying to avoid the redundancy of right. what you have to do um, is so wasted. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Take that reset. Um, yeah. I don't do really well, like, interrupting my day. Like, I hate when I have to work out not in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't like having to look forward to that. I don't like... I like when I get home and I can write. I can just be like, hey, you don't have anything else to do today except smoke weed and write. Right. So just do that until yeah. you can't do it anymore. And then take a nap and then get up and do it again. Yeah. Um, that has been working really well for me. So uh, I, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. I think it's... Uh, daunting and tragic that so many people, myself included, until mere months ago, um, don't have a lifestyle in which that daily reset is possible. Right. Because you are slammed into an eight or nine or yeah. 10 or 12 hour schedule, um, completely incompatible with your basic biology. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how you function. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's the whole phenomenon of the bullshit job which um, right there is a book i think it's literally it, called bullshit it, jobs. it is yeah, yeah, yeah and uh but it's well documented that like capitalism creates just entire categories of jobs that are just absurd waste right absurd yeah. waste but my jobs are not wasteful no I mean, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah it's more it, yeah, um your time is wasted because of yeah. the amount of job you're getting done right because your right. attention is waning your right. energy is waning yeah um and uh, whereas in a system of control, like in the very real Foucaultian sense, yeah. fuck you. Yeah. It doesn't matter if Part you of feel the that way. Right. Um, your body literally belongs to me yeah. in a very real sense. Yeah. Keep working. Sit and type. And it, you know what turns out? Makes real shitty shit. Yeah. Like makes real shitty stuff real slow. Um, and I, I think it's really good to acknowledge that that's like, maybe just because that's how it's always done means it was just yeah. always done stupid sure and we should do it a different way yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah and i'm not arguing a, i mean for or against the idea of like a 40-hour work week or anything like I, that stuff's never particularly troubled me not that it's like it doesn't bother me to work 40 hours i've never looked at that and gone like well that's a standard for success that's never really been a pillar for me it's just that more lately i have noticed myself at weird times in the day, unpredictable times. I like to get up early. I like to bust all my shit out. I like to be done by early afternoon because at that point my brain's taxed and then do whatever. Go work out, play a video game. I don't really do naps. Not opposed. Just doesn't really work for me. Um, at like 10 a.m. some days, I'm noticing more and more like, you know what? You should just go sit and sit outdoors for a little while and just like not look at anything. And those I mean, things are that. more surprising to me. Yeah. No, yeah. in the last month I've started like uh just in the middle of the day. Like I've been editing podcasts for three hours. I'm just gonna go outside and walk around for like an hour. Yeah. And just yeah, I like, do like be in the sunlight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh I have been indoors this entire time. I right. should get sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I like that's really that's actually has in the last month really popped up for me. Yeah, yeah. Same. So yeah. And I, for years, even when we didn't have like a total work from home policy, but like even through most of quarantine, I was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I'll start working at seven and I'll crank work out until two. I mean, nonstop. I won't do much of a lunch, you know, or I'll work while I eat. It'll be high impact work and then I'll be done. But lately I'm like, nah, somewhere in the middle of the day, like I need to fuck off for a little while. Uh, or, mm-hmm. 
I need to move up my fuck off time at the afternoon and about one, I need to watch an episode of father Brown and just chill out for a while yeah. and then I'll go back and do stuff. Well, I think it's also a function of age and not just like, inter- sure. Not just energy and biology wise. I think it's a function of like expertise too. Yeah. Like when I'm writing, yeah. I'm like, okay, this is starting to fucking suck. So I should just stop. Mm-hmm. Cause like I shouldn't write shitty right. writing. Don't just now. Type. Here's the thing. I come from a, field where like the lesson plan is at the same time regardless yeah like you fuck you yeah the lesson plan happens and also you have to do it regardless of whether your content right. gets rewarded so here's the thing i could keep fucking sucking for four more hours mm-hmm. and if i was still compelled i would do that sure but it would just be wasted labor yeah. like it, I, I could keep and, and then right. and then right i would have a lot harder time not sucking when I restarted, yeah. like it would be much better because right, you burned it. Yeah, yeah. It, w- it would be much better to have four hours of not suck rather than eight full hours, two of which don't suck. Yeah, yeah. like it, it's that's just, a good trade. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. It struck me. And I've been uh, the first couple weeks. I think I was kind of like reticent, not not. I don't think out of any like weird boomer mentality, like it's 2 p.m. Keep typing. It's just like, yeah, this is not how I've worked ever in my life. And well, I, I think it's also a function of like millennialness, like millenniality. You, you arrive at this control in your schedule relatively late, yeah, in the uh, timeline proposed by you know like neoliberal capitalism, yeah. Because um, you know when you should have been able to control your schedule, like your twenties, yeah, when you could own a home and right. have like three kids, right. And, still fucking have a job and yeah, shit. Yeah. Like uh when that shit was possible. Whereas like that doesn't happen for us unless you're maybe in your late thirties. Right. And mm-hmm. then you're still making a hell of a dice roll. Yeah. Like um so there's that, but I, I think it's also the fact that it also it doesn't happen for many people ever. Ever. Like it doesn't happen for many people who ever get any control of the no. schedule. So at the same time you feel sort of like um I'm a man child. These mm-hmm. are my big point pants. Mm-hmm. Should I really control my schedule right. or should I let mommy and daddy do it for me? Yeah. Cause I've never had this control before. At the same time you're feeling that you're just like, I am a ridiculous libertine yeah. to choose when I do and do not work. Right. What, a, what a, what a poncy founcy boy I yeah. am. This isn't fair. Uh, and yeah, uh-huh. you get both of those emotions simultaneously, which isn't probably very healthy. No, <laughs> no. Uh, it, unreconcilable, irreconcilable. I think, uh, it's I think- almost as if the system itself has contradictions. Well, yeah. I think there's also like, um, <laughs> in terms of like, especially in the last two months, there's this idea. Well, I mean, for me, you know, we had the pandemic. Well, the pandemic began last year. And then like starting the be- beginning of the summer, we felt like maybe we're going to come out of it. The vaccines mm-hmm. are starting to roll out. Everyone's starting to get them. Yeah. But in the last month, it's become clear that right. there were enough shooting in- over. Well, that there were enough anti-vaxxers that yeah. you know that it's not over, yeah. and so like now it's it's beginning to close again. Like yeah. it turns out, there twenty was that- to thirty percent of a population can overturn any democracy, right? Yeah. If only we'd had some sort of historical percentage to indicate that. Some yeah. reference. So like, I think maybe it's part of that is that like yeah. that realizing like that that Fatigue. freedom that you tasted briefly yeah. earlier this summer. Like now that's starting to just dissipate again. And like, that's starting to like sink in, mm-hmm. uh, that we're, we're, it's not over. It's not yeah. going to be over anytime soon because the anti-vaxxers are going to fucking, yeah. uh, throw a temper tantrum and destroy everything. Stupid yeah. never dies, baby. Yeah. Hmm. Evil never dies. I mean, that's a good dies. observation, Ross, that maybe, yeah. maybe part of this is some deep down response to like the, the ghost of normal. 
Thought no. we were getting back there. Not going to happen. Yeah, so exactly. Now I need something at least. Yeah. 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 Huh. Um, I mean, personally for me, I've had a personal reason that like uh, the fatigue has really set in. Yeah. Uh, Matt, I thought Maddie would be here by me now, but there's right. been delays after delays and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Uh, so yeah, that, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, I'm sure other people can have had, have other personal issues. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> history ain't over. Shit keeps happening. Take your breaks if you can. Yeah. That's what we're learning here, folks. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you've been listening to this, it means you're back over a certain level. And if you've been tracking your episodes appropriately, this is the second of two recorded on the same day. Cause we only do doubles Woo! now. Uh, thanks so much for everything you do for us. Hope you're staying safe. Hope you're staying healthy. Uh, and uh, we hope to talk to you again in the near future. Another episode of the Mix Six Podcast. If you're following us or not following us on any of the socials, be sure to check us out. Just look for the Mix Six Podcast. And as always, if you're listening to this in a podcast streaming application, don't forget to rate and review us so other people can find the Mix Six. Thanks so much for your time and everything you do for us. I am Spencer. I am uh, going to go get into a fight because that's what today is for. Saturdays are for fighting. I have no choice. Right. As I understand it, Ross had a big day yesterday. (laughs) We're going to have a big day today. And then tomorrow is for resetting. So, uh, So this has been the Mix X Podcast. We'll talk to you next time.